hopefully that works with the lag. Well, yeah, it should because 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 um because it's based on when I'm hearing it. Yeah, right. Um, what's the ping on that? On that? Uh, seven, but that's not consistent. Really? How can? Yeah, it's, seven it's, is like as fast as fiber. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it's, but it, it can't consistently hold it. Like if I need to download a file, it will download roughly the same amount of, like in roughly the same amount of time because I've got fifty down. But the problem is, is that it cannot consistently keep that. Does that make sense? It, yeah, yeah. Like it cycles. Like we got full speed yeah. and we have to catch up, and we got full speed and we have to catch up. Yeah, it's is really it rough for Valorant. Uh, no, it's it's a it's actually a business. Like they only serve businesses. <laughs> um, but I managed to get their number and convince them to sell to me. So, of course you convinced them that. <laughs> Um, it's also probably way more expensive, right? I remember satellite. Yeah, being it's like, like five thousand dollars a minute, you know. But it's also like I don't have a cap. Like it's fifty megabytes down, uh, fifteen up, and I don't have any cap, and it's like one sixty a month. Oh, see, that was the thing about the, the the internet in the the far reaches of Alaska where my grandmother used to live is that the internet cap. It, well, first of all, it had a, it had a speed cap. It was and it was almost as slow as dial-up, which was ridiculous. And Jeez. then it um it had a data cap. Which here, take a guess at what the data cap was. Honestly, it had to be tiny, right? Like with like ten megabytes or ten gigabytes or something like that. Oh, like, was it ten gigabytes being <laughs> tiny? Yeah, no, tinier. Oh no, I don't know that I can survive you're not on even, that. You're not even gonna be able to guess this because it's I probably so would if it's if it's less than ten. Like I have used ten meg ten gigabytes in like a weekend. Like I have no idea. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So it was a hundred and fifty megabytes. Was the wait? That cap. was the cap. What did they expect you to uh -huh. do? Just like send three emails? Exactly. Without attachments. Exactly. <laughs> yup. And my grandmother, even she's just she just flips through Facebook all day, and she would use it up in like. Uh, sorry, it's 150 megabytes a day to be, spe to be specific, uh, well, th which is still not least, good. Um, well, that, that's like every eight days or whatever, a little less than, or a little, yeah, less than that. You you have one gigabyte. Like it's that's still awful. Oh my god. Oh, it's terrible. She and, and and once you used it up, it would go incredibly slow, like even slower than you would think. Like you could, it would take like so long to load a web page, it would usually crash out. That's um, so rough. Hey, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go welcome everybody to uh, the Whales or Whales pod cast. cast. This is season eight, episode two, and we're going to include all that talk we just had for the first time. We've, I don't think we've done that very often. Are we just going to like fade talk. in on it? That's like, like, like the professionals? I think that's a really good idea because I'd like to explain why this episode might be a little wonky because we have the wonderful Ben joining us today. Hello, Ben. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Who is on... Who is on funky internet right now? Um, and we're gonna <laughs> make least, it work at least um, through June. Hey, I'm on the precursor. I'm on that, yeah, I'm on that crappy country Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, living out in the absolute middle of nowhere. Apparently, that can't even get dial-up internet. <laughs> um, which I'm not even sure if that's actually worth it anymore nowadays. So, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's me, it's Cameron, and it's you, it's Ben. Ben, how you been doing, dude? Ben, 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 Ben. Uh, I've been well, man. Um, ben, Ben, Ben. <laughs> I could have, like, I definitely could be doing better. My life isn't going exactly how I wanted it to, but like, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm holding mm -hmm. together. I'm, I, if not thriving, I'm at least experiment, not experimenting. I'm at least experiencing a whole new tide of life, and so like, that's, that's, that's happening. <laughs> uh, that's a good way to look at it, honestly, because if you, if you just look at it as like everything sucks and and I'm not having a good time, then you kind of just fall into a depressive state. You know, you have to... Oh, absolutely. You have to, 
do your best to see the best in everything, which, you know, sounds a little hippie BS kind of, but, you know, it, it, there's, a, there's, a, there's wisdom in there that, you know, everything is an experience that teaches you new things, um, and you just have to go with it, kind of. Uh, right. So, as a quick, oh my gosh, as a quick, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Sample of, of how I'm doing. There we go. I guess that works as well. Um, uh, this month has been pretty okay, except for the fact that last week I got super, super sick, which you probably can hear in my voice a little bit. I, I um, thought you sounded a little congested, but I wasn't, you know, that's rude to just say, hey, are, are, is, your, is your talking ability screwed up? <laughs> yeah. Did you sound horrible today? You um, sound bad. No, the, you, yeah. uh, you got sick. What'd you get sick with? Well, that's the crazy weird thing is that I've had, and I've mentioned this a few times on the podcast before already, that. I've had some weird um, sore throat and sinus issues since like last year. Um, oh, interesting. Well, the doctors refuse to tell me, or they don't refuse. They don't know what's wrong with me. They're just like, keep on using Flonase over and over. And I'm like, great, that's helpful. Um, so last weekend, I woke up in the middle of the night um, <clears throat> and I couldn't breathe. And I, I, I sat up and I, I had to cough out basically my entire lung to be able to oh, breathe. Oh, man. Because okay. a bunch of garbage had con congested in my throat. And I was like, <coughs> <laughs> um and starting from there i just had insane uh coughing chunks essentially um mixed with nose uh being completely like a runny faucet and a super bad sore throat um and i was like cool i, I probably have covid right so I mean, I I mean that's that's the assumption that everyone has whenever there's a cough involved uh yeah but i tested i, t I had a whole bunch of home tests that i got from my work because they give you out, free, they give a, they give us free tests, and every single time it was negative, and I had no fever, and I could still taste things okay, and I was like, okay, I, I don't have COVID, I guess, but I'm not going to work. This is ridiculous. Um, and so I've just been slowly over the week, this past week, treating myself with over-the-counter medications for for sinuses stuff and for allergy stuff, and I've slowly gotten better, but it's definitely plateaued. At whatever the opposite of plateaued is, it stopped getting better. At a point Ooh. where I'm like, I'm okay, but I'm not okay yet. Like, I still is have... There any, is there any chance you have walking pneumonia? Well, uh, I'm not sure what that is. How, how, long, how long have you been sick? And has it been congestion related the entire time? I have been sick for a year. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> and that sick mostly has included um, having gunk in my lungs that I'm coughing up, and then post-nasal drip is the two big symptoms that I've okay. had for the year. Well, welcome to Wales MD, where a totally underqualified <laughs> Ben tells Cameron that he might have a thing. Um, so I Yeah, don't take any of this as medical yeah, advice. Absolutely. <laughs> this, we, don't, we don't do financial advice or medical advice or legal advice on this <laughs> podcast. We there do you go, dubious perfect. advice. <laughs> anyway, I was going to say, it, it, like, I... I don't know about the nasal drip, but like I had, I've had walking pneumonia before, which is where, um, I, I, I don't mm -hmm. know much about it, but basically it, it's, it's a kind of pneumonia where the, you're still functioning and you're still able to walk around and it just like, it's, you know, it's, it's an infection. Like, I think it's viral. I don't know, man. I, like I, I again, mm -hmm. I am not a medical doctor of any kind and I, <clears throat> I will not uh, ascribe to that, but basically, uh, walking pneumonia, you feel kind of off constantly and you can't get better no matter what because you have to get antibacterial for it but like anyway it might mm -hmm. be worth checking out and like and potentially getting tested for 
Well, I I definitely took um I took I did a couple of rounds of antibiotics actually over oh, the really? year, and you're still feeling it, man. Um, funnily enough, the antibiotics actually improved my situation a lot. It helped a lot, but the doctors, but but after two weeks of it, which is about the maximum you should do for antibiotics, right. it it still wasn't better. And the doctors like, I can't keep on putting you on antibiotics. That's too much antibiotics. And so and so I stopped. Um, taking them, and then of course it, it went back to about baseline in terms of badness. Um, one thing that helped my throat problem was was eating better. Um, because I think a lot of oh, my okay. problems actually was coming from acid reflux. Acid Ooh, reflux. Yeah. Um, and that's been that's been one of the big things I've been dealing with in the past couple of weeks is that the my doctor said you gotta start eating better, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> what does eating better entail? Like, what what did you have to immediately cut out and or replace? Right. That was the thing I had to figure out. Right. So I, I stuck with, I didn't change my, I didn't change my purchasing habits for that next shopping trip. I bought everything I normally buy, um, which is usually uh, like 70% garbage mixed with 30% like good, decent food, (laughs) Um, which I think is a fair ratio for a bachelor who doesn't actually care. Um, 70, 70, 30. Yeah. You're so, you're so close to that golden ratio of 80, 20. So like you're just slightly more in your favor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, and so I started eating like I normally would and and recording the results. And so I would eat like a frozen burrito and I'd be like, hm, that doesn't really bother me too bad. Um, and then I ate some mac and cheese and I was like, that wasn't great, actually, but it's not terrible. So I realized cheese in that quantity is probably not super good. Um, but then I would have like a sandwich with some cheese on it and it was not a problem. So I'm like, yeah, OK, it was just the okay, amount of sense. cheese. Um, and then I found a big culprit. Um, I ate pizza. And the tomato sauce destroyed me. I was in well, so much pain. Yeah. Sorry. And, uh, I can't. I, I just had this like I uh, I went to a poker ge- poker night last night with some friends and we had pizza and mm. beer. And then I went to work and I was in like I had taken uh, a Meprazole as well as some Tom's like we're God, yeah. we're just old people on this conversation on this podcast. now. <laughs> <laughs> like I was uh, in great. so much pain and I was in so uncomfortable the entire shift at work. And I was like, I basically was like, I just mm. need to stop eating pizza. Like pizza's just so there's like hardly any nutritional value. Like I just need to stop right. eating this. Yeah. And it's a mixture of a lot of things. What I'm realizing is first of all, tomatoes in general actually do um, are a very well-known cause of acid reflux and like allergic reactions as well. And, and, uh, and then when you add on top of a couple of things that pizza brings to the table, the seasonings in tomato sauce very specifically yep. can cause a lot of acid reflux because it's very, it's, it's actually, you don't, you don't think about it, but tomato sauce, pizza sauce, tomato sauce flavoring is very spicy. Um, and then you add cheese on top of that. Um, and not which just, can also and not just some cheese. It's like, a lot it's like of the cheese. most amount of cheese that we as humans will uh, accept on a meal. Like, <laughs> yep. And then you add like sausage and pepperoni, which all have the same amount of like weird yep, spicy spices. spices and, yeah. it, and it's just a, it's just a gut bomb, dude. Um, and so, yeah, you're right. You're right. I had to, I had to pop some, uh, Prilosec and, uh, and suffer through it. Um, <laughs> and so pizza or tomatoes in general, I think is, is what my biggest trigger is. Also, uh, can't do coffee anymore. Coffee is just dis- destroys my, my stomach. Um, and then the other one I found, so I was at work one day and my boss, my, one, my, my boss, one of my coworkers was like, Hey, you want a cookie? And I was like, hell yeah, I want a cookie. Um, of course who doesn't want a cookie. <laughs> right. And, and so I took, it was a chocolate chip cookie and I was feeling that chocolate chip cookie for two days. Oh um, my gosh. Wow, and I talk about was, a knot in your stomach. Holy crap, man. It was awful. And I felt it immediately. I took one bite and I was like, mm. 
I'm going to keep on eating this because I'm a loser. <laughs> but oh my God, I can feel the pain. And Man, uh, the, yeah, the, I think the, it was chocolate. The straight, the, the sugar, well, the, the sugar, the fact that it's just straight flour, like there's not a whole lot in a cookie. It's all of the things <clears> that trick our brains into thinking, oh, this is good for us because it's high caloric, like it's calorically dense. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, absolutely not. Oh, I'm so sorry you had to deal with that, bro. Yeah, but no, but I'm learning. I'm learning. And so I'm doing better now. And so then I then I spent a couple of days eating nothing but good food. So like, uh, you know, a cold cut sandwich with cucumbers and lettuce and rice and fish for dinner. And the amount of improvement that I saw in my sore throat and my acid reflex was was amazing. You know, I haven't taken oh, wow, a, okay. I haven't taken a Prilosec in in three days. Um, and, and I even sprinkled in some like, here's a frozen burrito. Did that hurt? And it's like, no, it didn't hurt. OK, cool. Um. So, you know, it's been a learning process, basically. Didn't fix my sinus issues, which is still super bad, and I actually have some theories about it. Um, and uh, but, but the food thing is starting to work out a little better because I'm learning. Because like, I was on Prilosec, like, every day. I was taking it every day because I mm. didn't change my food habits. And apparently you're not supposed to take um, those types of uh, medicines that often. At least not for like a very consistent amount of time because it does something something bad to your something. Right. Um, like it's good in so terms I was of trying to get you from getting stomach ulcers, but like you shouldn't be like if you're eating food that is consistently cancer. giving you. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. Well, and also the medicine itself does something bad for you. They're finding out with research that. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Periods of time inhibits. I don't know the freaking technical terms, but it inhibits something, something, and it eventually can make your heartburn worse because your body adapts to it in a way or something oh, shoot. so but like w- taking it like once a week or whatever just because you ate something wrong by accident that's not a problem but i was taking it every day consistently just to you know mask all the bad i was eating see that's so. that's currently where i'm at but like i just recently moved less than like two weeks ago and so like i mm-hmm. i am still like just trying to settle in um but yeah i take a meprazole every single day and i uh i think the craziest thing is that like I did whole 30 a couple of years ago and for the entire 30 mm-hmm. days I had zero heartburn and I've had heartburn basically like right. my entire yeah. adult life. And so like, I know that it's Have possible. You really? Okay. Like I know that it's possible for me right. to not, but like, I don't, I don't know. Anyway, that's, that's on my list of, uh, once it's I finally hard. get settled in, once I get settled in to actually go back on whole 30 and to finish it off correctly. Cause like the way you're supposed to finish it off is to slowly add the different things back into your diet until you, Hit mm-hmm. upon something that causes you to feel bad, kind of like what you're doing, except on a very like methodical and like re- like done out scale, um, right? And so right. like that is uh, that is upcoming. I think I'm gonna need to wait like a, a paycheck or two until I get to that point. But uh, yeah, that's uh, something yeah, I'm excited sure. about in the future, especially because like with living alone, I have full control over like what foods I eat or don't eat, and like mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. Like I've never mm-hmm. experienced that before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah, being I've you know I've been a bachelor basically except for like eight months out of my adult life I've been a bachelor and um and it, it definitely is a it's fun that you basically can be like I think I want to eat an ice cream sandwich right now and you just go buy one and eat one but it's also <laughs> it also is detrimental because you work yourself into really bad habits but then of course that means you can work yourself out of the bad habits without yeah any pushback you know and speaking uh, of a so oh, sorry well I just you said you you've experienced Harper in your whole life and that's crazy because i was talking to Stephen and brian and they do not experience heartburn um and so i was like do you know what heartburn is and they're like uh not really and i was like okay this is like the conversation about the ear infection all over again you know what you know what you know what it is i have a working theory with those two it's because they're too freaking tall 
They uh, their stomachs don't like <laughs> can't create enough to actually make it. Like I don't know. There's there's a joke in there somewhere. Oh, <laughs> I wonder if if the, the stomach acid can't get up to their throats yeah, it because can't. it's because it's their, their their esophagus is so long. Yeah, it's like it's like a, like giraffes um, or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, they're 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 more related to giraffes than we are. That's the scientific fact here. Just guys. just um, I, I'm I'm, so I'm certain that every single person listening to this podcast knows, but both of them are are like well over six foot. I'm I'm like five ten, yeah, five oh, eleven, yeah. uh, and so like, and I'm about and the same, yeah, yeah, and so like, it is. There's like we're we're joking at our friends' expense, but we love them very much. Freaking ah, giraffes. they'll get all right. Um, but yeah, so that's interesting because I, I have, I have dealt with heartburn most of my life as well, but not, never, never to the point where it was Tums once every couple of weeks, maybe for me when I was younger. And then as I went into my adulthood life, it was like, okay, I need Tums like three or four times a week, which is too many times a week to need Tums, honestly. Um, and so then, then the doctor was like, well, go on something that's a little stronger, but more consistent, which was the Omniprazole or the, the Prilosec, as Larry the Cable Guy would say. And um, <laughs> and that helped a lot. But again, I don't want to be super dependent on it because it, and you can do your own research. I'm not about to tell you what to do, um, but it definitely has evidence that it's not good for a long term use. So, um, you know, it's, you know, but hey, crazy that was is, a lot about oh, me. I'm going to I'm well, gonna I was just going to ask before, before you we stuff. Move on. Yeah. Yeah. OK, before we move on, I'll, I'll, yes. I'll pitch back to you for the question in just a second. Uh, I mentioned dealing mm-hmm. with uh, heartburn basically my entire adult life. I dealt with it mm-hmm. by not realizing that's what it was. And like for the oh, first like no. th- like I think until I turned 22, I didn't realize that like I was ha- like I just like this stomach pain was just something I dealt with every day. And it's like, ah, man, my my stomach hurts again. Oh, well. I know not to like lay on my side or like I should drink. I I shouldn't drink a shit ton of water because that'll hurt even worse. Like, and I just dealt with it. And then one day I don't even remember. I think Danny told me, she was like, Hey, you should take a Tums. And I was like, why? And she's like, well, you might be having heartburn. And I remember that day just changed my life because I was like, Oh wait, this pain isn't something you just have to deal with. Like you can get rid of it. Like that's so cool. (laughs) You know, that is, uh, there are some things in life that, that Uh, yeah, there are some things in life where you suddenly wake up one day and, and or something happens and you realize, oh, that's not normal, and oh, and it can be fixed. You know, I had that with well, tonight tonight just can't be fixed. But I thought everybody had ringing in their ears all the time, and oh, and then one day I was reading a Reddit thread. Yeah, I was reading a Reddit thread, and they're like, yeah, I have tinnitus, and what? And, and someone was like, what's that? And they're like, well, it's when you have ringing in your ears. And somebody goes, I I don't have ringing in my ears, and I was like, wait a sec. Not everybody has ringing in their ears all the time. Uh, people can actually hear regular silence. And am I the weird one? Oh God! And uh, oh my gosh, yeah. I so I totally would, understand that feeling. That that would like put a bullet directly through the heart of my ability to fall asleep. Like that would drive me insane, dude. <laughs> like I'm yeah, so I didn't I didn't I don't think I remember discussing thing. that with you. Like I I don't think I knew that. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so I'm actually really lucky. My tinnitus is not as bad as um. Some people's, some people's is like a wee sound that you hear all the time. I'm, I'm, I'm lucky enough that my tinnitus is drown outable, um, which means like right at this very second, I don't hear it at all because I hear my own voice. I hear my computer going. There's cars outside. Um, and uh, most sounds block it out. But when I'm laying in bed at night, I 100% and, and, I, and I, I, it's almost like you have to focus and remember it's there for it to be there. Um, oh, because like your brain once, does a good job of blocking it out. Is that what you're saying? Yes, correct. Your my brain does a decent job of blocking it out. But if I'm laying in bed 
and uh, I have a video on pretty low because that's usually what I do when I sleep is have a video on pretty low. I will suddenly be like, and I'm like, oh man, there it is. Um, and and um, and I just have to live with it. And it 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 it's weird because it gets worse sometimes too. It it it'll it'll go from just a, like a it's okay. So it I'll actually do, imitate the sound. It goes. It'll go from to like it's almost like pulsing with your blood almost oh, interesting okay um, and that's when it's like oh come on and then i turn up the volume on my on my video but then i'm listening to a loud video so i can't sleep <laughs> and yeah it can it can absolutely affect specifically on very bad nights it can absolutely affect um my sleep patterns um and that's why everybody should wear head which should wear um earplugs during concerts because uh you don't want tinnitus it's no fun there's no cure oh see there's literally no I... cure I wonder if I got away with it because I am partially like I'm partially hard of hearing. Dude, we're literally just doing like the 80 year old whales or whales cast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, about, come on. We're getting older and everything is failing. So we, we have are, to do we this are at getting some point. Older. Hey, Cameron, how, Cameron, how old are you right now? I'm almost 30. Almost 30. When do you actually turn no. 30? Like when, when's your like, what month is your birthday? So I have I have five more months of being 20 in, in my 20s. I think I read somewhere that like men don't hit their physical strongest until like low 30s. So like you still got that to look forward to. Mm. Yeah, you know, I've actually been thinking about how to deal with the fact that I'm turning 30. Um, and I think the answer just has to be, well, your 20s weren't great. So make your 30s better. And you still you still have enough. You know, obviously, you still have plenty of energy and and um, time to improve yourself and to do better in your 30s. Your 20s was kind of a wash. Um, which Aww. I actually do. I, I yeah, it, it it's the fact it is. I I my twenties were not great. Um, it was a lot of years of just abusing myself and not doing things I liked, um, and not having a good time. And so you you just got to make the thirties better. That's that's kind of how I've been justifying myself with how I'm that. turning thirty. Um, how old are you at this point? I forget. I am twenty seven. I and okay. Uh, yeah. I'm I, I'm not even twenty seven and a half. Like I've, I, it's not until October that I turn twenty eight. Right, that's right. That's why your birthday was a few months ago. Yeah. So yeah. we you, we both honestly, and it, it, it's a lot of doom saying, but we we have time. We the, our 30s are, are going to be just as active as our 20s, except we have to take care of ourselves a little better, you know. So it, it it there's there's plenty of time to improve life, which is the only reason that I'm still saying is that there is indeed enough uh, enough uh, time to make things better. Right. So, you know. I think what's crazy to me is that I will be 40. I will be 41 when Sonder turns 18. Which is just crazy to me because that feels that, like yeah. that, that doesn't that doesn't feel that old to have an eighteen year old, um, mm -hmm. yeah. Like anyway, that's that's just well, that's, that is that is a thought that I've had as well. Is that you know eventually if I ever have children, the longer I freaking wait, the 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 longer it's gonna take, or the older I'll be when they're you know an adult. Um, and my parents had me fairly young. I mean, not actually super young. I think they had me at 25, I want to say, something like that. Okay. Because um, when she was, my mom is 50, I was 25. So that makes sense, I think. Yeah. Um, and so that's not too young, but that's also not like super old. But I have some friends who, um, they their parents had them way later in life. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. Like my, my mom had me at 32 or 33 and my sister at 35 or 36. Yeah, yeah. I think my friends had it even later. I think their parents had them at like thirty nine, forty. Um, oh wow! So, okay. 
yeah so by the time they were adults their parents were like pushing old right you know um <laughs> and and i'm not sure i like that and so at this point if i had a kid right now they would be 18 when i was 48 um and that's oh, yeah, so crazy almost, to me you know yeah that's crazy yeah i'll be uh i'll be um but I, but then again who knows I'm, i not never even have a kid so it's like whatever i guess <laughs> it's a it, it, it like parenthood is honestly so dope and it's so much fun like it is mm -hmm. it is eye-opening to experience the world especially because saunder right now uh, he just recently turned four and he just mm -hmm. has so much oh, to say and like this kid is curious as all hell and it is so much fun to be able to have him be like all right mm -hmm. hey dad here's a question i have and i'll answer it like i'll answer the line of logic until i can't anymore and he'll be he'll ask another question i'm like all right let's look it up and like sitting down and doing yes, research with him yes. is just the most fun thing ever and like you, when i remember being a kid like i have very distinct memories of being a child in the car because like because of where we lived we lived way out in the country and it was 30 minutes to anywhere mm -hmm. and so i remember just like a lot of my childhood feeling like i spent it in the car on on long drives um, yep yep i know that feeling but i i distinctly remember loving uh water towers like going through a, a a phase where i was like i noticed every water tower i knew where all the water towers were on the drives that we would go to and saunder <laughs> uh -huh. is currently so into water towers and we drove by one earlier today he's like ah. dad that's such a big water tower i was like yes it is you're oh like i agree with you so hard man like yeah it's a great water tower it probably it probably waters all of these people here and it's just like it's so much fun it's so much fun <laughs> Anyway, I got I that was that is a tangent. very much Sorry. your kid. That's hilarious. <laughs> no, you're <laughs> fine. You're fine. And, was, and because the, I've I've thought that as well. My my dream for having a kid someday. And man, I would love a daughter. Oh my gosh, I would love a daughter. Um, my my dream is to be able to talk with my with with something someone that I created and I raised and I loved to be able to have discussions like that would be amazing and then you know as they get older suddenly those discussions turn philosophical and it's like that would be so cool to yeah, see the absolutely. little thing that i raised be able to just debate and discuss with me that, that my dad said it's my favorite his favorite part about being a parent was when i was old enough to question him like respectfully question him and <laughs> and 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 prove different points to him and and he, he he says he distinctly remembers i forget what it was but he said he distinctly remembers the time that he can i convinced him of another way of thinking of something and he was like oh that that's was worth so the cool. whole life yeah <laughs> yeah oh yeah. that's such a sweet story oh i love that yeah anyway i i the and tangent so I, I went off that, on, honestly i i'm sure you would the, the tangent i went off on was the point that, that i was trying to get across was that i think having a kid is a ton of fun I do think it's fairly core to the what is considered the most universal human experience. Like I don't I like I don't mm -hmm. not that I you didn't live a life if you didn't, but like because of so much so much of humanity has been spent child rearing. Like if you look at the course of humanity yep. and the amount of people that have had children yada yada yada. I think it is pretty core to that, but like it is also like so rewarding and I think that like if you're not treating your child like a uh, like a burden or like a I don't know the whole I don't get the whole children should be seen not heard like that makes me so sad because like that is a little human that needs to be shown the same like amount of love and respect that like mm -hmm. any other human would and so like I don't know I think that mm -hmm. it is incredibly rewarding and a ton of fun and it's definitely not for everyone and like especially with the housing market being what it is like maybe don't but like oh it is super fun like I'm I'm very grateful that I got to have a son. 
Uh, yeah, there is. There are people who do not deserve to be parents, hundred percent. And they, they, they are either parents by accident or they made a mistake and they realize they they shouldn't have been a parent. You know, um, or they're Republicans. And... I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> wow, have said that. I'm wow, sorry. The, the, the politics on this <laughs> I show. I didn't apparently. mean to. I'm Jeez. sorry. I should. Uh-huh. I should have kept my freaking mouth shut. I'm the worst. <laughs> I apologize to our massive Republican f- uh, viewership. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Um, no, there's 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 people who don't deserve to be parents, and and it does make me very sad when I see, um, not even neglect. You know, there's there, there's obvious there's obviously like child neglect that is just the worst thing in the universe, right? But then yep. there's just the ch- like my, my 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 mom's parents. They loved her, but they didn't really take care of her, and they didn't really mm. nurture her in certain ways. And that they would have died for her. You know, they they loved her to death. But like it was very much like, all right, go play forever, and then we'll see you tonight. You know, it was there was no rearing involved. We kept you alive, we fed you, we loved you. Now do your own thing. You know, I if I ever have a kid, that kid is going to be central to my life at that point. Um, and you know, it's going to be obviously it's so much work, and it's but it's but that's the point, right? Is that don't don't do it unless you are, are available to do that much work and put that much time into this kid or these kids or whatever um and yeah I, it definitely is sad and again i don't think there's actually anything like you can become a perfectly good person in in a circumstance like i just mentioned you totally can but having your parents ask answer every single question you ask i think is like is 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 amazing and like like, like you said sonder would be like what about this and this and this and this and this? And to say, eh, stop asking me questions. That's just that's just brutal, dude. That's horrible. You know, see, I, you I, should answer I've every to, question your kid has. See, I, I've had to do that, but I, I never say it in that word. It's like, hey, buddy, I don't have the space for that right now. If you it, like, can you ask me later or like, can we can we talk about like right. I just can't yeah, do it you know right what I this mean. second. It's never a it's never a hey stop asking questions because the questions that you're asking are not valid. It's like hey this is about me. Do you mind of giving me a break because the, you're incessant and I, yeah, I and it's adorable yeah. but I love you. <laughs> right yeah I, I I gotta clarify specifically like th- there's there's the parents who don't answer any question ever. They're just like mm hmm mm hmm yep yeah yeah uh huh and that that's the kind I was talking about. Uh, saying uh, hold on but ask me later is not a bad parenting thing <laughs> oh yeah I, I guess I wasn't feeling I wasn't feeling defensive or anything so yeah we're, we're, we're good bro we're, mm-hmm. we're set okay, okay, kids, cool. <laughs> kids, kids are cool kids, kids are cool parenting is dope uh, I wish there was less childhood trauma period you know hot take <laughs> yeah wow what a hot take um yeah the only problem i have of course with kids is the early i i can't deal with babies babies are the worst thing in the universe i hate everything about them uh, um and i and of course i've only have secondhand experience being around babies you know uh from my parents or from my relatives in general but it i don't they're not cute they're disgusting i hate them they can't communicate with you they just scream and cry but once they hit that like I don't know, one to one and a half years old where they're starting to be conscious. <laughs> yeah. And they're starting um, to interact with the world. Like they're, I, I agree with you on like people talk about baby fever, but like the youngest, the youngest that they are like evolutionarily, they literally secrete hormones that make us love them off the top of their head. Like it, like they are, uh-huh. it is not an easy thing. Like there's <laughs> like, golly, the, yeah, having a newborn is mm-hmm. is exhausting. It is exhausting. Oh yeah, 
Yeah. And I'm not all about that life. Like, I'm not about I can't. that life. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm really not. Um, and honestly, I'm not about that life. Uh, I'm not about sacrificing that much of my life for something currently. Now, again, who knows? Maybe someday it'll happen. I'll be like, I would die and do everything if I can to help this, this useless you know three-day-old piece of meat um, but as oh, of right now loving, what, what a loving way to hear a father speak about their child yeah. my dad told me i was the ugliest baby and i'm like hell yeah i was i was a horrible looking baby no one should like babies babies are disgusting um okay let's pivot change years i'm curious about you man um what what's been going on you, you mentioned you've been moving um around what's yeah, so, uh what's uh, what you've been any, doing for- yeah, for any listeners that don't know, um, I have gotten divorced. Uh, it's not that big of a deal. It's fairly, it's fairly positive. Um, it is a huge life change. But like, it, it, I guess without going into too many details, we met and got married before we were legally able to drink, um, and we were not like mm-hmm. mature enough to have made that decision uh, and, and to be smart. And so there've been a lot of unnecessary and undue uh, pressures put on our relationship by both like our our individual religious trauma mixed with the fact that like we were not naturally Mm -hmm. super compatible and we really worked on it so we ended up getting separated for more than a year and then went to couples counseling and individual counseling and then eventually came to the decision together that like we were not great romantic partners and so like we're still friends and like we have a kid together obviously so like we're really good co-parents like i think that we are killing the co-parent thing thus far um, but yeah, that's been like a whole mm. long process and it's like why I, uh, like I avoided doing the podcast for a while, just trying to sort all that out, but extremely mature of you. Ridiculously, yeah. It, like ridiculously I, mature. I have, <laughs> I have literally nothing but, uh, positive feelings about the whole experience of being married. And like, it is sad to lose that mm. amount. Like there's a, there's a level of like, without going, you know, too emotionally deep, there's a level of loss sure, that sure. is unavoidable whenever you dedicate that much time to a person because like we were on our eighth year of marriage whenever we officially decided to get divorced right like it like Mm -hmm. there was so much time and energy and everything and like you do know a person just by being that close to them for that long um and so like it is sad but at the same time like i want like nothing but her to be able to succeed at both as an individual my friend and you know the mother of my child so like lots of positives Mm -hmm. um a, and so that's a huge life change that I'm going through. And so like we've been separated for a, a long time, but I have officially moved into my own place, like pat like post-divorce. And um yeah, I'm I'm living on my own. We, like I said, like I, I went to one semester of college. We got married that summer. Mm-hmm. I have literally never lived on my own as an adult. And that is a crazy Oh, I've never like, that realized crazy, that before. Yeah, it, it's insane, dude. It's like I'm I'm 27 and I've literally never lived alone. And so like I like even mm-hmm. even while we were separated, I had had roommates and like, you know, like so this is the first time I've ever had like a place to myself. And it is it is insane. Like I, it, there are so many. It's, it's yeah, so weird. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. weird. It's so I can't I cannot put into <laughs> words the number of experiences I've had that have been like, oh, I guess I guess when you're alone, this is just kind of how it is. Right. Like and not even like as a sad <laughs> thing. It's just like you, you just you can make your own decisions like you don't you're not constantly checking in with mm. someone like. What what like it, there's a le- there's a weird level of freedom that I was not expecting, um, and so that's yeah it's yeah, been fun. Yeah. So I, I guess check in with me at some point in the future and and see if I've gone crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, I've I've come to the realization recently that I love living alone so much, and this kind of goes into antithesis of what I was saying about earlier about how maybe I want a kid someday. I 
love living alone so much that I'm not sure I could give it up to have a partner. Um, and, uh, and I'm not sure you should, you need to fill me in where you are at in terms of like how much you actually like this experience. But there's so many things that I do in my life that would probably annoy somebody else. And they would make me change the way I live that I'm just like, ah, nah, I think I'm good where I'm at. (laughs) Do you not feel like, uh, you would be able to, um, get around those particular issues by having just more space that wasn't shared like 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 sh- like you would have individual spaces that were shared but like giving your e- each other like separate space i don't know like I, I i'm trying to imagine what you're talking about for sure for sure um well okay so for example i would want separate beds if i had a if i had some partner <laughs> i'm sorry um, i shouldn't be snickering I, I, at that like a child but like that's really funny to me <laughs> Well, that's the, the, right. Nobody's going to want to do that. But I mean, I, I had a girlfriend and we lived together and we slept in the same bed and I was miserable the whole time. I hated it um, because we would always try to sleep, you know, cuddled up together and my arm would freaking fall asleep and then we'd roll over and and then I would kick her back in or she would kick me back in or she'd have to get up for work <laughs> earlier than me. It was a miserable experience 100% of the time. I hated sleeping in the same bed as somebody else. And so I would have to have a separate bed if, with somebody, even in the same room, but I cannot be in the same bed as somebody sleeping and and feel rested and sleep properly. And my sleep is already so bad. Okay. And so it's it's that kind of thing. Like and And it's like, okay, I stay up super late. What if the person I'm living with doesn't stay up as late as me. Well, then I have to tiptoe around the house and be quiet. And then she gets up early and I have to, you know, she has to tiptoe around and be quiet. I just don't do well being around people in that close of quarters. And, and I might meet somebody who's perfect for me. Right. But I was going to ask, like, do you feel like that is partly like a, a skill that you could learn with practice? Or is it the concept of thinking of, of like having to um, consider another person, would be such an infraction on like the way of life that you live that it would feel not worth it. The second one, it, okay. the way I live is so very specifically me and I having to change that. And I did this again, I moved in with my, with my, with the next and the, I had, I was miserable the whole time that broke up, that killed our relationship. We were doing great. And then I moved in and I was just miserable 24 seven because I I live my life very specifically the way I want to. And even she wasn't even being like, but you have to do this and this. Just being existing as a person, <laughs> just the uh, nature of, have, of living with another person yeah. that like having to be considerate of them. Yeah. yeah, like I can I can understand that. How you, I so, I thought that that relationship was like way long ago. Like I would have guessed it was before you had fallen into these uh, particular um, like habits and whatnot. Is that not the case? No, 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 no. I I have habits, long-standing habits from like high school that I still. do. Oh, okay, um, gotcha. Yeah. And I could probably change, honestly. But I know, so I'm curious now. So, what's you been your experience? Are you enjoying the the living alone life? Because I know you're you're so so extroverted. Are you, lo- yeah. are you getting lonely? Um. So so let me. I'm gonna I'm gonna answer that in, in slightly a roundabout way. Okay. By talking about like two or three different moments that I've had over the yeah, past couple yeah, weeks. Um. And so like I think the first one was that like after like. Like, as soon as I moved here from my previous, like, roommate situation, and, like, even, like, ever since we got separated, like, I have not felt unbased or, or, um, reeling, like, I've never, I've never, like, what I realized, the the conclusion I came to that was my sense of, (coughs) quote-unquote, home is very, very, Mm -hmm. very weak. I, like, 
mm-hmm. I did mm-hmm. not feel unsettled or unbased or like I like I I've joked before about living out of a vehicle, um, both with the bus mm-hmm. that we were working on as well as like I could live in my van, quote y- yada yada. But like mm-hmm. my realization is that like my sense of home is just like it just almost doesn't exist. Um, like I don't right. like yeah like I've been I've lived in a closet like I've lived like it's like it's been crazy that like anyway so. You mix that feeling that I had like maybe four or five day, days in after I had kind of settled in and put all my stuff down. I was like, oh, like I don't like as long as I have a place that I feel safe, like I, I don't really care. Like I don't and it hasn't bothered me. Well, follow that up with like a week later when I had finally unpacked everything and was like I had total reorganized my room. I had hung up my green screen and I was like just kind of doing my own thing. I laid mm-hmm. down one night and I was like, oh, and I, I just like kind of looked around and I was like, oh, like, hold on. I feel really comfortable in this space. What is this mm-hmm. feeling? Like, this is like, <laughs> yeah. like I, it was so weird. It was so strange because like, and, and this is not a, a, a slam on, on Danny, but like I, I let her take all of the, uh, all of the head of yeah, like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. decorating and like building the space that she felt comfortable in. And because it was never a big drive of mine, I guess I didn't even realize right. that I yep. wanted that. Right. And so like, I finally get my my space like slightly, even slightly set up, and I just like I just was like laying in bed, and I was like, what? Like I feel like a weird sense of comfort. What is this? Like <laughs> it was so strange. So like that's it, that's awesome, been, dude. There have been ups and downs. I uh, I I'm still figuring out the whole food thing, and and just like oh my gosh, food. Ah uh, yeah. But like separately yep. from that, like yep. it it has been really positive to like. I don't know, like have problems and then to come up with my own solutions and then to just be able to do things mm-hmm. the way I want to do them. And then like, so I think that like, as of right now, yes, I'm really enjoying it. I think that the, I think that the, I will definitely deal with loneliness. Um, I've been doing really good about not dealing with loneliness up until now with all mm-hmm. sorts of, you know, tips and tricks, TM of, uh, <laughs> messing with my brain. But like, mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, I, I think that I'm, I, I am thus far, really enjoying myself and able to celebrate this and also i have sonder uh three and a half days a week right like we we basically split it half and half and getting to have him here and like build his little area and give him space like he loves being here as well and like i don't know it's it's been it's been really positive i think that like i think that it, it is also helped by how rough the marriage was toward the end of it and how like we just weren't mm-hmm. great for each other, both as roommates and like as partners. And so like, again, I am not bad mouthing at my ex. Like, I don't want oh, anyone totally. to ever hear me, yeah, hear me totally. say that, but like it wasn't a yep. healthy relationship. And so like being able to just be on my own and have space for that healing, like has been really positive and like really like exciting. Like I, I started a dream journal because I realized I was waking up with like these crazy emotions while my brain is processing all this stuff. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, I start, I kept it. I started a dream journal and it's been like really fun to just like wake up and be like, all right, well there's all these feelings, emotions and thoughts and this crazy movie that just went on in my head. Let me see how much of it I can capture. <laughs> um, But yeah, I've been yeah, talking for that a while, sounds but that's really I, positive. I think that's the, I think that's the update on my life for now. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, no, that sounds incredibly positive. And, and of course, I'm sure you will eventually, and because this happens to me too, there's, there's moments where I feel incredibly lonely in this house. Um, oh, yeah. And, but of course, I have, I, you have Sonder, which really, really, really helps. I have cats, which helps obviously less than a, than a freaking human being. But <laughs> having cats 
is is really nice because there will be days where I'm literally like hardcore depressed, so lonely, don't want to get on the Xbox to talk to my friends, don't want to get on on games to talk to anybody, and I'll I'll look over at my cat and who who is a, a being that exists and relies on me and loves me probably because they're cats who knows but they, <laughs> i think they love me and yeah. uh and well one of them in particular i know loves me because i'll just go come here and she'll be like oh i can't I, pets and she'll run over to me oh, and, and, and land my, actually, my stomach that's yeah, really yeah. sweet yeah i did want to ask so, like do you ever actively there, seek out oh sorry well that no that was it basically just there are absolutely times where i'm i fall into a depressive state because i'm like i just want another human being to be near me and then and then what happens is I slowly work through it and I realize, I remember all the reasons that I don't want a human being near me all the time. And I'm like, yeah, I'm actually okay. I, I, would it be nice to have a friend over once in a while? Yes. I really need actual physical friends near me. I still don't have that after eight years of living in Oregon. Um, but I get over it pretty quickly once I remember all the positives about why I like living alone. <laughs> I gotcha. I think that also like, I have so so I, let me ask my question first before I respond which was do sure. you ever actively like seek out your cats as like a, a source of comfort uh, yes so I have two I have two cats one of them is super standoffish and mean who doesn't love she she loves on her own time and so if I'm on the couch and she decides it's time to for pets and cuddles that's when I have to accept it because she's like that if I try to go to her she'll be like don't touch me I will kill you um however there's been literally there's been times where I, and I'm going to do this and she's going to come running, I guarantee. I have woken up in a cold sweat from a nightmare and I've gone, KK, kitty, kitty, kitty. And she, I just hear, brum, 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 and she'll land on my bed and she'll cuddle up with me because I need something Aww. near me. And, okay. and I'm waiting for her to run in the door. Um, but yeah, the, literally, the cold sweat nightmares. She comes running and, oh, there she is. And, uh, oh, and she will, so she will come in and, uh, and give me cuddles. And I'm like, I, I would be probably not as okay as I am if I didn't have if I didn't have her to come comfort me. So I am very appreciative of of these cats. Even the, even the standoffish mean one, I love her to death. Are you, that is Kalua, right? Kalua is the standoffish evil one. Yep. Okay, and she is so big too. God. Help! Help! Help me out. You got her after starting the podcast, didn't you? yes yes okay, very, very like, close I, actually i got her right have, around the I, same time i have like a faint memory of listening to the podcast and you being like yeah i got a kitten and i named her kalua and i was like sorry my my brain is just like having weird deja vu about that no you're fine <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure i got her because i got her in the same house that i started the pot we started the podcast in um so it must have been right as soon as we started because because that was like the the low point of my life like of all my life that time and I got oh, her right. I to try to help me that. out of my low point. And I was living in the low point house. And um, that's, how I, that's how I judge time is the low point house. Um, and yeah, that I remember I got her because I just needed something because I was so miserable after breaking up with my ex. And, uh, oh, and yeah, she, gotcha. She, she was the little girl I got. And then she turned out to be this sort of weird, awful cat, sort of. And I was like, <laughs> hmm, I'm not really sure how that happened. I still love her. And I'm still going to obviously take care of her forever because I couldn't imagine ever abandoning an animal. But she's very weird and awful sometimes. Uh, so luckily, <laughs> the other cat came into my life pretty close after that. And I was like, okay, I have at least I have a good cat. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have a cat that will love me. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, okay, cool. <clears throat> uh, I, 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 didn't, I don't remember if I interrupted you. Do you were we on a, a point? 
Like, did you have uh, my else point was mostly about? just that's a that's really cool that you've you're able to find some freedom. Um, and it's gonna be probably as someone who's lived their whole life alone, uh, whole adult life, anyways. Um, it's go there's going to be challenges. You're going to wish you had a second pair of hands. Sometimes you're going to you get lonely. You're going to wish you had. I talk to myself a lot because I just want I just want I, people to or I just, I just want to get out my thoughts. And you're gonna want someone to bounce ideas off of. I got you. Um, but, but the the benefits for me are so immense. And again, it, it, it finally enough, it boils down to I'm getting cereal at three in the morning <laughs> because you can do that now, you know. Wow. And um, and I do think having your son there half the week is going to be also just be the the best godsend ever because you're gonna maybe maybe on Tuesday or whatever before he gets there, you're gonna be like. I'm so lonely and I need somebody. And then he's going to show up and he'll be like, yay. You know, it's going to be awesome for you, I think. Yeah. I think that um, in terms of, I wanted to, I realized that I had one other thought I wanted to talk about with loneliness. And I think sure, uh, yeah. my my current work schedule, because I work overnight, I definitely think helps with that because like, I don't ever have to spend, mm -hmm. like, I, I don't, I don't spend nights alone in my bed. Like I spend nights working. <laughs> right. Um, right. And then right. you mix that with the fact that like, my social life has kind of exploded as you would expect an extrovert to do as soon as they get a bunch of freedom. Um, and so like mm -hmm, I've been meeting mm -hmm, a ton mm -hmm. of new friends and like new people in the area and like picking up new hobbies and like, I definitely am probably going slightly overboard, but I think that I will let myself go overboard for at least a short season and then I'll mm -hmm. dial it back and like try to find what, what is healthy and what is sustainable as opposed yeah. to just like, Holy crap. It's so much fun that I can just like have people over or go to over people's houses and like, I can schedule like yep. eight things like that's great like <laughs> without without consulting somebody holy crap yeah, amazing, like, I right? can yeah. just I, yeah like oh we're, I, we're done hanging out at three cool this other friend wants to hang out at 315 I'll see you in a minute <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh god that sounds so horrible ah! I, um, <laughs> I, I'm so sorry that um, I had to I, I subjected you to that imagination but that is it's that is honestly currently like, it, if I had a friend who, if I had a group of friends, and I think this, honestly, a lot of my social anxiety would probably be fixed if I lived, for example, my, my, um, my Xbox friends all live in Alabama, basically. They're my really good friends. Um, if I, th I think if I'd lived near them and they were like, Cameron, we're going bar hopping tonight, I'd be like, oh, I don't wanna. And they're like, nope, the bummer, you're coming anyways. And if they pulled me out, I would have a lot of fun. I would have to recover afterwards, of course. But I think if I had a friend who could physically pull me out of my comfort zone, oh, okay. but I could also escape from, you know, eventually, you know, um, <laughs> I think I think that would be incredibly ride. healthy for me. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so if, if my friends were like, we're going bar hopping tonight and they pulled me out and we stayed out till five in the morning, I would have a blast. But then I would go home and not talk to anybody for a few days, you know. Um, I just but, like I'm, but I'm, I don't have I'm, that currently. <laughs> I am grateful that I I have. I, I'm grateful that I've interacted with enough of in, enough introverts to know to leave them alone when they say no. But damn, if everyone uh -huh. in the world had yep. my emotional had my uh it's not emotional energy. What is it? It's, um, relational social energy, social energy, social energy. Thank you. If everyone in the world had my social energy, like there would not be sleep. Like it would be such a yeah, problem. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm an absolute menace and I recognize that fully. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, uh, <laughs> well, but you see, I think, I think you and me living near each other would be honestly pretty freaking awesome, Ben, because you would be like, 
Cameron, let's go. Let's go do something. Woo, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd be like, oh, okay, here we go. Fine. Woo, we had a great time. And then you, you are a good person. So you'd be like, all right, Cameron, you're going to need some time to recover. See you later, man. And you could do something else with somebody else. And I would recover. Yeah. And then there's in two enough, days or three days, people. you'd be like, here we go. And we do it again, you know? And the, thing, the thing about extroverts um, is that they just have a roster of introverts that they have to walk through so that you can give them time to <laughs> recover. <laughs> Honestly, that's that's so that's super true. Um, and it's been I my experience. Would... It's literally been my experience since high school. Is like my my uh, rule has always been: I will invite you and never feel offended if you say no. I would rather have you the, give you the yeah, ability yeah. to. I would rather give you the ability to say no. Um, then to feel like you got left out on a time that you might have had op- uh, the chance or the the energy or whatever, mm-hmm. and so like I just had like people I was like I don't th- like this person's not going to say yes, but maybe they'll say next yes time. <laughs> yeah, and then there's some introverts that you really need to be like, come on, and then yeah, oh, and then, absolutely. If, and, then if, and then if they say no, you're like fine, uh, but if then because because for me I know for me specifically. Like I, when I'm, when a friend invites me to go do something, it, I kind of almost want them to be like, come on a little bit, you know, come on, you can, it'll be fun. And, and then I'm like, okay, fine. Um, but the, then there are some times of course where I'm like, nah, bro, I'm not doing anything tonight and nothing you say is going to change my mind. And they're like, and then the good ones are like, okay, that's fine. I get it. But I, I, I do kind of like the, come on, it'll be fine. Yeah. And it's like, it'll be fine. <laughs> Bro, um, I, uh, but yeah, I, I, I fully expect that, uh, within the next like four to five years, if I'm able to get to a fully remote position that I will be able to travel the country and I would a hundred percent love to come up and see you and to both hang out with you and give you space in equal amounts. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, I want, I, I have the house now for friends to stay over and actually be comfortable and the cats not to drive them insane. Um, so I, I definitely want you, uh, Brian and Steven. I want Zach. Well, I'll probably go to Zach actually, but I hundred percent want, um, friends to come visit me, uh, you know, cause I have the group of my best friends, which is you guys. Um, and they're all on the other side of the country. So I would love to, for you guys to come visit. Hey, speaking of, speaking of travel, um, I'm currently, um, in the process and this has been really fun. Honestly, I am in the process of talking to all my old high school friends and planning a get-together at our old high school. Oh, shoot. Um, That's crazy, dude. Yeah, and it's been so fun talking to all my old friends again. And, you know, they're all very receptive to chatting, and it's been so interesting seeing where everyone's lives ended up. Um, because I've only kept I've only kept in contact with one high school friend, and that's Evan, who uh, has been my best friend. And, and uh, you know, we, we weren't, we were, we've been friends this whole 10 years since I graduated, essentially. Um, but everybody else, I've, fell out the wayside you know and uh but it's been so fun talking to them all again and most of them are like dude if you want to go back to kentucky for for homecoming because the school we go to actually has a yearly homecoming where everyone comes oh, back really okay yeah. i thought i maybe i misunderstood i thought the school that you guys went to closed down is that not the case no 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 it's doing great um okay good the good school <laughs> i was working at closed down if, that, if that's what you were thinking of maybe i i i think that i i thought that i whenever we all hung out in kentucky with you and Zach, you guys had like I thought I remembered a conversation of you guys reminiscing like, oh, we should drive back and like see the campus, but like nothing's happening there anymore. But like I, I might have just been wrong. When I when I visited when when I saw you, I had already been to the campus and hung out with it, hung out at it for a while. Oh, and, uh, okay, gotcha. 
Yeah, and it w they were doing a ton of remodeling. They were building like two new buildings, so it was kind of a dump because all the buildings were torn down. Maybe, maybe um, I just got that sense without actually listening to the words you were saying. I'm uh, Cameron. I'm sorry for not listening to you four years ago. That's okay. <laughs> that's fine, man. And Zach, Zach was pretty down on it because Zach hates that place. So I told he, you, might, uh, that's why you might have got that I gotcha. impression. Um, but yeah, we're we're planning all we're planning it, and I am so so hype. If even if I can only get like. 50% of my old friends to come back. That's still so cool, you know? Um, I hope you're able to make it happen, man. Are you guys connected through Facebook? Is that what you guys did? Most people are on Messenger still. Most people don't actually use Facebook, but they still have their account active, so they get the notification when a, when a message comes in, you know? Oh, Which is about gotcha. how most millennials use Facebook nowadays. A um, couple of them are off the grid. I had to get their phone numbers from family members, uh, and I haven't called any of them yet because I hate phones, and so I'm working up the courage to actually call them. <laughs> bro um, bro legitimately i will call on your behalf like we, like if you give me the number idea you, no i'm serious i'll be like hi i'm calling on behalf of uh cameron blah blah blah, blah. uh he's interested that's in potentially terrible, hanging out with terrible you terrible idea they would no that, they would think it's a scam or something dude i haven't talked to these people in 10 years and they're like what is cameron some rich asshole who has people need yeah, dude, to phone like, calls how funny would that, oh, that's, that's, that's a terrible fucking idea. hilarious i think that's funny but oh, okay that's a terrible idea um it's hilarious that I, I would do it to somebody I know, but not okay. somebody I haven't talked to in 10 years. God damn. All right, that's fair. Okay. Um, but the one I'm most nervous about is one of my really, really, really good friends. And uh, the one I had a crush on basically my entire middle school and high school life was, was Miriam. And I'm so excited to talk to her again. But I, but I just I have to work up the courage because it's, it's, I haven't talked to her in 10 years, you know. Um, and I, I'm just, I'm just so new. hype. To, to talk to her and to talk to all my friends again and uh it's been it's been an absolute blast and then i will probably end up on the east coast well you know kentucky but over that way uh, later this year hopefully um, if that's the so. case let me know because i will definitely uh if at all possible i'll make the time to come out and see you guys like uh kentucky or, or where you guys are at is like only seven hours away like that's a it's a day trip basically yeah, I'll let you know. Um, and it would be it would be super cool to mix old and new friends, and I'm sure the close because you know I'm inviting all of the friends, but then there's like the four close friends, you know, who are probably gonna go off into the woods and drink alcohol and reminisce, you know, on, by a bonfire away from their husbands and wives because a lot of them are married. <laughs> um, and that's what I, that's that's my that's my like what's the word? That's my like um, uh, idealistic idea is that the us us five friends of the of the main friend group escape from all of all the other friends and all of the husbands and wives and. Uh, and and go off into the woods and just hang out and have an amazing night, you know. And we come out at five in the morning and we're like, super "Bro, that tired, sounds but we that had sounds time. that sounds like the type of evening that they write an entire like lifetime movie about. Like that's great." All right, it's super idealistic, <laughs> and probably they probably can't escape from their from their spouses. But you know, I that's what I imagine, and that would be so cool. Um, well, you know, let us know how it goes, and we'll uh, we'll dramatize it at some point in the future. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, even if it doesn't quite go that way, we'll make it, we'll, we'll play all the characters. And this is happening in October, so it'll be a bit. But um, yeah, that so that's that's kind of what I've been. But so for me, um, this past month has been sick and nostalgia. <laughs> um, so that's about that's about my whole life, and we're actually literally right now at one hour. Um. Oh, you so, started recording a full minute before I did. Shoot. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Oh, crap. So I'm 59 minutes. Well, do you have anything else that you want to you talk about? Uh, uh, yes, I will make this short. I wanted to talk about uh, I, yeah, got, yeah, yeah. I got COVID and it was awful. Um, 
Oh, you did! I, oh crap! Yeah, I got I got vac- I was va- vaccinated and boosted, and I st- I got uh-huh. it, and like I was rocking a one hundred one nine fever before, Ooh. like, and that was after I took the fever reducer. Like, I took the fever reducer, being, and oh, I was like, oh, I haven't taken actually taken my temperature yet. Um, and so a couple hours later, I took it, and I was like, oh, okay, well, I was just burning up. It was horrible, yeah. and I've been using my inhaler ever since I got it. Um, oh god! But like. I'm just glad that I got the vaccine because like my older brother, um, none of my family is going to listen to this. I need to verify that within my brain. Mm-hmm. None of my family. Mm-hmm. My mom might listen to this. <laughs> yeah. There's a chance my um, mom listens to this. And, it, and it, it, in which case I'm fine with her knowing how I feel about this. My like none of okay. my family members were going to get vaccinated. My brother almost died. He was in the ICU for like weeks on a ventilator because he oh my God. chose not to get vaccinated. And then because he almost died, everyone else in my family was like, you know what? Maybe we should get vaccinated. And I was like, yeah, right. like free- anyway. So I'm glad they I'm glad that no one yeah. died. I'm glad we didn't actually lose anyone. <laughs> but like because I have asthma and like I don't know if it's hereditary how good we are at dealing with COVID. Like I am like I am I could have died. I could have died. I didn't. And maybe I'm yep. being a little hyperbolic, but like I, I made it through. I didn't die. We're here and uh, life is good. Also, Sonder got it and he was freaking fine. He has the, oh, the immune system wow. of his mother. Um, he coughed yeah. for like a day and he was perfect. And I'm just very grateful that my oh, three, yeah. he was three at no the time. Kidding. My four year old now uh, was able to get it and be okay. Like totally like, oh, it's a whole, it was really scary well, as did, a parent did for you like get the, the whole um, pandemic. Yeah, no freaking kidding. dude. I can't imagine. Um. Did you get the vaccine pretty quickly when it came out? No, I, I well, like I, I didn't have access to it for a while. Um, yeah, so I, I got it. I got it like six months ago at this point, boosted a couple weeks after, not boosted, got the second shot a couple weeks after that and then boosted like mm-hmm. maybe a month and a half, two months ago. <clears throat> gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, my family, my immediate family, as in my mom and my dad, we got vaccinated basically immediately. Because I worked, I, I was working at a school, and so I was able to get it in January of 2021. Oh, wow. Yeah. So That's that was really, really early, cool. yeah. Yeah, it was really cool, honestly. I was like, put it in my veins, dude. Um, <laughs> and, and then, but the rest of my family, my extended family, like my aunts and my uncles, they're all very anti-vax. And um, I'm not about that life. And, uh, and uh, I've made it very clear. Like, we actually, I, one, of, one of my aunts and uncles, they're, they're my favorite people. They're so nice. But they came to visit, and I was like, I'm not, no, they're not vaccinated. I'm not seeing them. I'm sorry. I'm putting my foot down. And they're like, that's pretty rude, Cameron. And I'm like, then get vaccinated, guys. I like, sorry. I, I, I that's my choice to make. It's pretty unintelligent to get them vaccinated. So, like, I'm rude. You're unintelligent. We're a match made in heaven. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That was so rude. I'm sorry. No, no, no. But no, that's exactly how I feel. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to sugarcoat it, but I was, I'm very, very pro vax. And, um, and there, and I was just like, screw it. I'm not seeing them. My mom was like, come on, Cameron, that's, that's, you got to come see your aunt and uncle. And I'm like, this is my choice to make. I'm a freaking 30 year old man. I'm not seeing unvaccinated family members. It's not happening. And they're like, okay, I guess. And I'm like, sorry, I'll, I'll say hi to you on a phone, but I'm not dealing with that. That's just, I'm punishing you for your stupid ass choice is what I'm doing. basically. <laughs> um, and well, yeah, I, was, I'm I respect you and, and your support you. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm uh, and I'm so so glad you and Sonda recovered well from that. That's crazy. Um, and I'm I hope you don't have long term problems. 
and I hope that your I, asthma uh, problems I, go away. Yeah, pretty quickly. I, I, I have been using my inhaler more. Like, I, I think that the frequency has gone down. I probably should have been tracking it, but between moving and everything, like, I've just been mm-hmm. like, oh, if I need it, I need it. And, uh, but like, you know, if I was right, a totally. little bit more introspective, yeah. I probably would have been tracking it by now. Anyway, I didn't want to take up an entire like 12 more minutes. I just wanted to like talk about the fact that like since we're, you know, ending the end of this crazy parabola. Um, mm-hmm. anyway, sorry, that's that's a stupid joke. Uh, the end of this <laughs> pandemic. Um, I'm excited to uh, I just wanted to say that I got it. I survived and uh, you can't yeah. you can't knock me down or whatever. <laughs> I, I'm actually shocked that we that me and my dad haven't got COVID yet. My, my none of our family, immediate family has gotten. Oh it my yet. gosh, um, dude. Yeah. Well, because we I'm work at so these schools and, and we're around all these people and we live in, yeah. we live in, we live in the Southern part of Oregon, which somehow is also very Southern, like as in like Southern, Southern United States. And so people are not about the vaccines here. Um, and they, they're also, they're also very anti. I actually had somebody, I went into their. I went into the uh, um uh, uh, workshop, like you know the maintenance guy's workshop, and he told me no masks allowed in here. And I was oh, like, and I was like, cool. I'm not fixing uh, your internet problem. And I walked out. <laughs> literally, I walked out to oh not, and I didn't fix their Wi-Fi. And then he he ran after me and said, oh, I will, we need the Wi-Fi fix. And I'm like, then I'm wearing the mask. And he's like, okay, fine. And I was like, cool. What the crap? That's such a weird stance to take. What a like, stupid. Goodness. Oh my God. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Like if, if, if your stance, like logically, if your stance is, um, the masks don't work, they shouldn't be mandated. Then like by extension, like you shouldn't have a problem. If so, like you should just like judge someone, yeah, like yeah. don't try to force them not to. Like if you don't, if you think they don't work, then like just think that they're but, stupid. Don't yeah. like, I, there's, yeah, no, yeah. there's no point in, in forcing somebody else to do something that you want them to do like i could walk around on a ventilator all the time why does that bother you you know um <laughs> if you're and, not hurting yeah, so anyone it should be a, okay we have a lot of right well, I, we have a lot of that kind of mentality in this county county um and so the fact that me and my dad have not got because we were boosted immediately we were vaccinated immediately and we just We've been very safe. Always wear masks. I I use hand sanitizer probably fifty seven times a day. Touch anything that's not mine, and I'm just like, blah, 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 which is probably bad for the super bugs, but whatever. Um, super bugs. Yeah, um, <laughs> but we haven't gotten it yet, and and that's been pretty awesome. So I'm 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 pleased as much as uh as much as I well feel like I uh, had you it, you have you have all of my best wishes for for it, not getting it, and if you get it, for it to be as painless. As possible. Sorry, I hiccuped it while while talking. <laughs> You're fine. Yeah, I hope I hope I hope it hope it never happens. But if it does, I hope it's quick. And luckily, my my job since I work at schools is like you stay home and you that's the until you're better. Like there's no like. Well, you should probably try to go to work if you're not contagious after blah blah blah. blah, blah. It's like no, stay home. <laughs> you're not. You're getting paid. Stay home for ten days. It's fine. It's like okay. <laughs> so. That's awesome. Cool. Well, yeah. uh, Cameron, I think with that, that does bring us past the hour mark. Um, I uh, this has been really pleasant. I love getting to talk with you, man. Like you're legitimately, yeah, like, you don't get to talk super often, but you are an absolute joy to converse with. Oh, thank you. I try my best, and it's always wonderful to talk with you as well. You bring you bring an energy that I do not 
you bring me up to your energy, and that's really awesome <laughs> because I often am, I'm like, all right, so here we go. <laughs> so having you on the Aww. podcast, everybody, you know, we actually had a session with this. Me and Brian did a couple of weeks ago, and we were like, every combo of people on this podcast is a different vibe and energy. And I love the Ben podcast energies um, because you just bring Aww. us all up to a level that's unachievable by ourselves. So thank you for being around as well. Um, thank you yeah, all for listening. Fuzzies. Thanks, bro. Yeah. Thank you all for listening to this podcast. Um, next month, like I said, we're going to continue to have something up every month. I am committing to that. Obviously, we're not doing it on the first of the month anymore. That's fine. But one thing a month, I'm committing to that. Even if it's a freaking solo cast, I'll do it. Um, so thank you all for listening. Thank you once again, Ben, for coming. Absolutely. It's been my pleasure. Yeah. And we will see you all next time. Have a week, everybody. Uh, a month. Have a month, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>